Hey everybody, it's Michael Martin. Thanks for being here. So today is a holiday in the U.S. called Labor Day. However, I focus on creating a daily podcast Monday through Friday, regardless of whether they're holidays or otherwise. Not sure what I'll do around, say, Christmas or New Year's, but nonetheless, as long as we are going on and the market is in the turmoil that it's in, we might as well chat. So, you know, I, as you know, I get a lot of feedback from folks, mostly via email, which is great because that's what I prefer. Um, and one person remarked that, you know, they feel like they didn't want to settle down and, and just have one style of trading. And I, I understand that because, you know, especially if you're trying to trade several asset classes, um, you might want to deploy different techniques. You might be an investor for stocks, but you might be an options or a futures trader on top of that, for example. That's just one way to look at it. But there are very few people who I know who trade, say, several styles across, say, three styles for three asset classes or even three different trading styles within one asset class. Very, very difficult to do. And if you're doing it, then, of course, more power to you. I don't have any objections here. I'm not trying to call your girlfriend ugly. That's not the point. What I'm trying to speak to are the folks, specifically the person who wrote in, uh, because it might resonate with several other listeners. In my experience, if you have models or a methodology that's all over the place, in my experience, you're going to get results that are all over the place. Um, because it comes from mindfulness and it comes from your clarity of thought. And if you don't have clarity of thought, my advice is to sit on your hands until you figure it out. You know, some people like to say, be, do, have. Some people like to think in terms, like I do, of thoughts, feelings, actions. And then those actions manifest whatever your goal is, right? You have to start with the goal. And you have to be emotionally connected to your goals, because if you're just winging it saying, hey, I want to make a million dollars for whatever reason, I don't know why that's such a material number to some people as if the status makes you a better person. I don't know. But that's the result of something, right? That's not the goal. The acquisition of the money isn't the goal and it shouldn't be the goal because it's an inanimate number. It's like, I want to be the color blue. I want to be, <laughs> I want to be 93 degrees, you know. It's, it's just a number. It doesn't have any material connection or meaning. Because you could just as easily say, I want to make 700K. Or I want to make $1,563,780. Like, who the hell cares about a million? Right? And that doesn't cure people of being an a-hole, right? They make a lot of money. They were a-holes broke. They're going to be bigger a-holes, frankly, if they come into money. Um, so when you pick your goals, make sure that th what you're picking is not the result of the real goal, right? You might see the manifestation of something. Now, someone to attain a million dollars or whatever the number might be, there's a few ways you can get there. Could be randomness, could be luck, could be systemat systematized. 
So ultimately, when you think thoughts, feelings, actions, the actions are the behavior. And behavior predicts where you end up in life. So for those of you just starting out or making a transition from being passive buy and holders to actually trying to create the alpha, you want to think about process and make the process the goal because that's the action, that's the behavior. And if you can replicate that behavior day after day after day and you can do that consistently, right, then you'll likely get those results which may result in certain amount of money coming your way. And that's typically what I see with people who are struggling is that it's not psychological. They don't need any diagnosis. That's all bullshit. And no one cares about diagnosis anyway. They just want to get fixed. So I don't care what you call it. You just have to think about what you want and then set the goal towards it. If you set the goal around your behavior and then make that part of your paradigm, it's pretty much impossible to not hit your goals because you don't get, I mentioned this before, you don't get reward for not taking risk. There's no place on planet Earth where you're going to make large percentage gains for not taking risk. And why do I bring that up? Well, because behavior can be risky on a few levels. One, you could be reckless in playing with highly levered instruments, right? Everyone saw the thing in social media where the guy bought a bunch of, you know, call options on the darlings just in time for the market to do the about face and the guy got smashed. Not sure what happened there. I can't make any judgment calls. I certainly don't celebrate anybody's pain having been through a whole bunch myself when I was cutting my teeth in my earlier, whatever, salad days right? But you could say there's either no plan, there's no process, you could say there's bad timing, there's bad luck. You can't necessarily say a person was being reckless just because they lost money. But you certainly know how to protect your profits and have a plan. So what I think when you think of having a trading plan, take it away from the instruments, take it away from the style, and look at it as a, as a derivative of yourself. Think of it as, as a function of your behavior. Don't say, I'm a swing trader, I'm a day trader, I'm a trend follower, I'm a position trader, I'm an investor. Because that's, that's looking at it from the standpoint of a label. And none of those are better than the other. There's only maybe one or so that it could be good for you. The point is to have a good fit. There's lots of ways to make money. But in my experience, when I watch the folks who do well, they've been doing it consistently well. And they do it consistently well because they're focusing on their behavior and they're replicating that behavior over and over again and that's what gets them the results that can can include financial remuneration so um that's my advice there is to think about the process and how does that process make you feel what do you think it's going to do for you the other side of the risk is that if it's new behavior it might feel weird. Doesn't mean that it's good or bad, but it's different. And different can feel, a lot of times when people try and do something new, they're like, yeah, it's a little weird because I'm doing something I haven't done before. Or I am not doing something that I had been doing that hasn't served me, hasn't given me the results that I look for. So I have to change that. You know? So the first way to kind of fix that is to first take an assessment of it. 
are you writing down or at least being brutally honest with yourself about the things that you're doing and the results that you're getting? Because intentions equal results, right? And we know that environment plays a huge role in how you think in the things that you do. That could be both at home right now. It could be at work if that's open for you, meaning like you're going to an office, depending on where you live. In the throes of COVID-19 shutdowns and quarantines and see being sequestered. Um, so that's that's things, those are things that you can be conscious of. Then the question is, do you have the will and the ability to want to make some small tweaks to your behavior, your trading plan, to get different results? A mistake that a lot of people make is that they start looking, if they can't make it using daily or weekly data, they start to downtime, as if that's going to give them more control. Well, we've seen from last week that one-minute bars, five-minute bars, 30-minute bars, daily bars, they're all going down. So it didn't give you better control of any kind of risk. Two, in my opinion, you don't want to be sitting in front of the screen all day. There's better things to do with your time. And you can do that for years and years and life passes you by. Whereas if you have a bona fide trading plan, you could very easily enter your stops in and let the market do the work. Surf the waves, let the market come to you. Price your position in such a way that you can withstand the volatility, the prevailing volatility for the instrument. The market's going to go where it's going to go regardless of whether you're watching or not. So I think one of the things that a lot of you can do is say, if I am looking at the data in real time, how does that actually serve me? Because very rarely is it the knowing that gets you the results. It's the doing part. And I don't care if you're risking 10 bucks or $10,000 on a trade. You can very easily enter your stops in the market and let, let it go. Because watching it unfold doesn't help you steer it. If something's going to go up, it's going to go up whether you're watching it or not. If you're in a trade and you have to protect your profits like we did last week, you can put in your protective sell stops below the market, let the market come to you. It's going to go there whether you're watching it or not. And to be honest, I don't think you need to know in the moment. If your stops are in, your stops are in. You know, In my experience, if my stops were in because I didn't use limits, they always worked. I can't think of a certain circumstance where I put in a protective stop and I didn't get filled. They work. That's the whole point of them. It's a great risk management tool. So streamline your activity and I think focus on your behavior, right? Thoughts, feelings, actions, your actions, your behavior, your behavior predicts where you end up in life. So focus on your behavior and how that overlays on the market more than you're wanting to be a futures swing trader because those are just labels. They don't really have any, there's no emotional connection to any of that. For example, there's only you, you know, if you want to be addicted, be addicted to your concerted efforts. Be addicted to your discipline of being able to do the same thing day after day for 20, 30 years. Because then you'll get the results that most people are thinking for. You know, the fancy car, the house, the money, all that kind of stuff. That to me, those, those physical things 
maybe they make you feel good. I don't know. Um, most of the time when people <laughs> buy things that inv that involve a lot of leverage, they want to buy assets or things that are going to appreciate, not buy things that bring a big amount of debt, right? You don't want, and two, you don't buy things that depreciate for the most part, right? You lease them. So keep that in mind as you're building out your plans and coming through this period of time that, you know, if you had the different plan, you might have behaved differently. But you have to have the willingness and the open-mindedness to do that and to see that. And that's what makes things tough is that people get in there. They get in their will or they have an ego. And it takes a situation like this where people get blasted and either give back way too much of their gains or they end up losing money because their timing was horrible because they don't have a plan and they just can't take the pain of not participating anymore so they buy in at the top or at the later stage of a trend, right? How many people bought NVIDIA or not NVIDIA, what was it, Tesla or Apple after the split only to get smashed because they didn't have a plan? Because buying a name post-split isn't a plan. It's a it's an appointment to go see a movie at 7.30 on a Friday night. It's not a goal, right? So anyway, I hope that helps. hope that answers the question. There's probably a few ways to look at it. I don't have all the answers, but I can certainly share with you the things that I had to think about when I was going through a lot of these things earlier in my career. So hope it helps. Hope you're enjoying the day off. If, if you had a day off, you could kind of... Put your thoughts together. Have a plan coming into Tuesday. If you'd like a copy of my book, the audiobook version anyway, of The Inner Voice of Trading, you're welcome to go get it at Martin Chronicle. It's free. Thanks for being here. I'll see you tomorrow.